And welcome back to the Murdy Creative Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Murdy, and today's topic is the new Travel Cut Murdy Number no. 3 Refillable Leather Folio. But first, I want to say thank you to everyone who supported the company so far. If you haven't got a chance, go check us out on the web at murdycreative.co. That's M-U-R-D-Y creative.co. Or you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching at murdycreative.co to see the best of our product shots. Follow us to keep up to date with our daily photos and be the first one to know about new product launches. You can also use the subscribe button at the bottom of our website to be included in all of our new product announcements. Be sure to check out our laser engraving personalization auction and exclusive colors on the website or you can get a blank one on Amazon Prime. All right, so this has been a long time coming. I know many of you have been asking about this thing for months and I've been really working hard on it and I know um, that I'm really excited about this final version of it. For those of you who are listening on the podcast, I'll do my best to describe what I'm talking about here and kind of do my best to verbally give you a a good sense of what's happening. But for uh, the YouTube watchers, I'm going to give you a little more of an in-depth kind of display of what um, what the options are for you to use for your travel cut. So first, I want to talk a little bit about where this came, how this came to be. So when I had originally launched the new redesign of the Murdy number three, when we launched that in August, I think it was, I had been hesitant about launching the the smaller size of it. We kind of always thought that that might be an option. It was something I thought of in February that we might do, but I was really hesitant because I didn't know if it would really be something that would be want, you know, requested, would be desired. But when we launched the new number three redesign, it took off so well. I mean, it was such a, an important, uh, an important part of our company um, that I said, you know what, let's 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 talk about the number three travel cut. And it didn't have a name at the time. We kept calling it like the mini cut or something. But in light of the fact that we also called the number two the mini cut, I wanted to avoid that. Um, but the travel cut, I think, kind of is a good name for it. It, it kind of gives you an idea of what it's about. And it's really about mobility. Um, we had kind of... In the early meetings, um, I brought up what I wanted to do with it, and then I sat down with the drawing board, and I described it, and I obviously, I mean, I a lot of times with the design process, it's pretty much me doing it my way without much input. Um, this time, I did involve uh, our production people and, and Leah a little bit more. Um, I kind of discussed more about what I was thinking, and I asked them questions about if they had, you know, any concerns with the way we were going to do it, or... When we and we had we did like four or five rounds of prototyping, uh, and every time I would bring it up, I would show it to everyone, get it, get their feedback, get their thoughts, and kind of tweak it a little bit. So it was something that had kind of evolved over time, and we knew we wanted it to work with the the mini legal pads, and that was something that, you know, I I realized early on that while we could make it work with the mini legal pads, we could make it do a lot more than that as well, and you know we hadn't figured out or we hadn't done up until this point. Um, a good kind of catch-all universal type product where it could work with a lot of different types of things, not just, you know, work with a bunch of different inserts of the same type, but could work with different options. So it was important to me that it had that. Uh, Some of the early prototypes really truly mimicked the number three uh, executive cut really identically. Uh, there was always a kind of a question about when you shrink things down, do you keep the ratios? Do you keep certain elements? Do you keep, um, you know, some of the design core components and and we did we kept most of them we did a couple of things differently for the pocket for example on the uh on the left side of the binder rather than attaching at the bottom it actually attaches 
only to itself. So it attaches, uh, the outer shell attaches to the outer shell and it doesn't attach to the buffalo pad at the bottom. It does attach at the top. So the buffalo pad inside the cover is actually floating. Now this allows you to fit full size sheets of folded paper in the front pocket without making it much bigger. That's actually an element we might incorporate into the uh, current executive cut for the number three. And we might kind of back uh, backpedal on that design a little bit and, and, and kind of backfill that into our previous design, mostly because it'll allow us when we launch in Europe to be able to, to accommodate metric paper in that pocket as well. So that's a floating pocket on one side. Another thing I wanted really was to have, in the early version, we didn't have a, a um, what I would say, a writing surface specifically on this right side. So on the right side of the inside of the, the travel cut, there is a, a full-size sheet of leather that wraps around from the other outer edge, folds in, and essentially is just a one large piece. Now, it does uh, cut in. It's not. It, it doesn't go quite flush with the buffalo pad. That was done on purpose so that you could slide a writing, implement a writing you know, pad into it from the side, and it would be more flush with the buffalo pad when it was all said and done. And the goal with that was to actually create a nice flat writing surface for people to write on, on on like the last page of their book. Because obviously if you have an uneven surface behind the pad, when you get to the end of it, it's more difficult to write on. So that was important. Um, you already saw, if you were watching on the YouTube, that I pulled out my spiral notebook. This is an, a metric A5 spiral notebook, kind of a standard size. Um, and it you can tell I have my pen uh, shoved into the the coil. Normally the pen actually was supposed to go in the notch. That is <clears throat> usually as part of the number, the number three, traditionally it, it has a notch on the, uh, on the spine to allow for it to be stored there easily. And that was initially kind of put there because it's really designed as well, not only to work with legal pads, which are designed to be screwed into the back piece of leather, but it's also designed to work with, you know, soft cover predominantly you could do hardcover but it kind of bulges up a little bit but soft cover journal inserts as well this is i got a in the video i've got a rhodia insert that i'm testing it's a pretty thick insert and uh that was part of it as well we had done some thinner versions and some thicker versions with the spine you know the, a wider or a narrower spine to try to find one that i i thought was best and i think this really that is really good one because he can fit really thick books, but it also can fit a lot of papers if you're stuffing it full, or it can fit a really uh, thick spiral if you've got that in mind. So there's a couple of good options with that in that specific design element. Another part of that, this that I wanted was it to be able to work with um, the kind of the classic field notes, right? The soft cover stitched books where they've got, you know, usually 80 to 100 pages, maybe not even that many, but they're the classic cheap option if you're looking for something that you're just going to write in and, and kind of ditch and and that actually also fits nicely in that back where it can slide in that back cover can slide into the open pocket now the pocket that i'm sliding it into is open on the top and on the side rather than just the side and that was done intentionally so that you could pull things out off the top and you could also put things in on the side um it is not really conducive the the top is flush though so if you were to slide things into the top like a legal pad from behind it would stick out so really the reason why we left the top open was from a design perspective that way it's symmetric uh, on both sides. The floating pockets allow for the, you know, hold up to four uh, different, you know, there's like four different major pockets and you can use it without an insert too. That was something that I wanted. This is uh, just a, to give you a size, this is a, a regular sheet of paper cut in half or you could fold it in half and it can fit both in the open main pocket that you've got that's designed specifically to be kind of the easy quick access. You can see in it really easily and you've got some good options 
in that regard to kind of put things where you need to rifle through papers quickly. There's also two pockets on the inside behind the buffalo pad that are specifically designed to be kind of privacy pockets. You can put things in there. People can't see them from, you know, the outside. You can also, they're also big enough to hold uh, spares of the legal pads and spares of the, you know, travel cut notes, uh, the little notepads that are stitched and folded together. So it's got two pockets behind the buffalo pads on the inside. And then there is obviously that uh, main pocket where you can slide things into the side. It also functions as an additional slip cover pocket. So, you know, those are some of the design elements that we've gone with. And I, I think it's really going to be, in my opinion, one of our, our best designs. I, I think that despite the challenges that the design presented when we were originally kind of working through it, I think the the final product is is spectacular and the ability to work with spiral notebooks is i think going to be a real big winner because there's a lot of a5 spiral planners out there so if you're the kind of person that wants to have a planner they want to be able to tear pages out they want to you know work on that flat spiral kind of uh, world they can a5 works for our global launch when we want to you know launch internationally that's the metric cut so that fits a lot of different options in that larger market and i like the i like the a5 um, dimensions right it actually it can fit moleskin like it can fit the soft cover moleskins it can fit the really thick soft cover moleskins which is nice as well um, and they fit nice like it, it doesn't feel weird doesn't look weird but it's uh, it's good on the really top end like the largest it can fit there's the uh, rocket book executive for those of you who've heard of that the rocket book executive is actually bigger it's I think six inches by 8.8 inches so it's larger than a5 which is usually 5.75 by 8.25 uh, but it can fit the rocket book uh, for those of you who prefer to use something where you can erase the notes, you you know, you can write in pen, you can scan it onto your phone using the rocket book, and then you can erase uh, with a wet cloth. And I mean, I think it's a great, it's a great system. Uh, and if that's the way you do it, that's the way you do it. So I really think this design is going to be um, something that will be perfect for people for a very long time. Once again, always with our designs, no stitching, nothing to fall apart, nothing to, you know, break down or break away. And uh, overall, it's it's really a nice gift. So I'm really hoping that uh, it's really popular during the Christmas season. Uh, we've we've uh, the trial, the, the pre-sale that we've started is they're launching November 1st for actual. That's when we start shipping them. But we have the pre-sale going right now. We only ordered so many for our pre-sale. So it's a limited pre-sale in that regard. Once we launch it larger, once we sell out of the pre-sale or we launch larger, we'll do, uh, we'll have more readily available. But for those of you who are really, really hoping to not, you know, miss out and really want to get this, I would order it right away because we have gone through, I think at least at this point, over half, almost half of the ones that we had available uh, and we're a week in. So it's, uh, it's possible, it's very possible they'll sell out before the pre-sale finishes for our limited pre-sale. Um, so go check that out on the website. If you go to our website, murdycreative.co, and you just go to the main page, you can scroll down. I've done a couple of tweaks to design once again, and it's a, it has the, all of the shopping, kind of the core shopping, right on the main page. So you shouldn't you have to click anywhere. You can just literally click on it on the main page and buy it. Or if you click on folios, you can go to the folio page, and the folios will give you more. There's more there. And you can go to the product page and see details. And if you have any questions about it, feel free to reach out to us. We're always happy to, to discuss. 
Um, thank you guys for tuning in today. Be sure to check back in next Tuesday for our next topic. And don't forget to check that subscribe button below to be sure to get the latest podcast right away. If you have any questions or concerns about your leather binder, please feel free to reach out to us on the main page of our website at murdycreative.co or you can contact us via Instagram and Facebook. You can text, email, call, direct message, all the usuals, and I'll do my best to get back to you as soon as possible. But I do appreciate your patience. Also, if you haven't got a chance already, go follow us on Twitter and Snapchat, Murdy Creative Co. No dot, just Murdy Creative Co. Uh, Twitter and Snapchat probably is the fastest way to get a hold of me. Uh, if you contact me and on, on Snapchat and Twitter and I can't answer it right then and there, normally I'll direct you to our emails. That's kind of the classic. If you want a custom order, if you want something that's a little more complicated than a quick answer, I'll direct you there. But uh, yeah, for the those of you who are trying to really get a hold of me fast, Snapchat and Twitter is a really good choice. If you think I deserve it, a good review can go a long way to help us grow our community. But word of mouth is still the best form of advertising, so please tell your friends. Uh, that being said, tune in next week. I think next Tuesday's podcast is going to be a very cool announcement for all of those who you had wanted to be a brand ambassador. I think that's going to be the one. So make sure you tune in. We've got some cool stuff coming next week with the brand ambassador program that I'm really excited about. Uh, if you're going to leave us a review, uh, please leave a review on your podcast listening app. I always love those. I always read them. I really enjoy them. Also, if you want to leave a review on the product, it does help us. Small businesses are just we live and die by reviews. So uh, good reviews really mean the world to us. And we actually put them up on the wall in the workshop so people can see them. If you want to do that, go to Facebook and then uh, go to MurdyCreative.co on Facebook. You can go to the reviews section of our page and then you, there's a question. Do you recommend the Murdy Creative Co.? You can click yes and then write your review. Uh, if you have any problems with your, your binders, feel free to reach out to us instead. We're happy to fix it. Uh, uh, if you have any podcast topics you want to hear more about, send them my way. I'm always looking for topics. There's, we're, we do twice a week. There's these things. So it's always good to hear topics and I want to answer your guys' questions. So please feel free to reach out to me if you have those. If you're looking for multiple binders for gifts, giveaways, menus, really any reason, ask about our bulk discounts available, especially now. If you're looking to get bulk discounts for your your staff, your team, your friends, whatever, now's the time to do it because once the Christmas season gets going in full force, it will be much more difficult for us to be able to do bigger and bigger orders because we'll have that higher level of production. So though, if you're like thinking to yourself, you know what, I'll just wait and do it later, get it in now. We're, uh, we're able to do a pretty good job with lead time these days, but I, it's going to be difficult to guarantee that during November and December. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Have a great day and goodbye.